Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. It's Monday, December 6, 2021. You know, I uh, was watching, and the video is in my favorites. I thought it was an outstanding video. I was watching True Gordy Extra here talk about Anthony Joshua supposedly hinting that he's prepared to step aside to have Usyk fight Tyson Fury for the undisputed heavyweight championship. So everyone has an opinion, and of course he's getting ripped. People view it as some kind of referendum on his manhood, his courage, etc. I just want to remind people that Lennox Lewis took step-aside money to avoid fighting Riddick Bowe, a guy he had beaten in the Olympics. Right, folks? Some great fighters take step-aside money for whatever reason. Now, let me point out the obvious. Joshua could be Usyk in a rematch if he comes in with a different approach and has mastered that approach. In other words, he might figure out over time what I've said here earlier, that the strategy to use against Usyk is the strategy that George Foreman used against Ali in the Rumble in the Jungle. Right? We criticize Foreman for it. We always hear about rope-a-dope and all this other stuff. Foreman came in against an old man and decided, okay, I'm going to push this. This is a fight. It's not about boxing. I'm going to be in your face throwing power shots, throwing volume. He muscles Ali over to the ropes. Now, the only caveat I have for Joshua, who's a bigger man than Usyk, for crying out loud, who's one of the blessed punchers in the sport with both hands, the only caveat I have for Joshua is, look, if Usyk turtles, and we saw Usyk be a bit overwhelmed in the Derek Chisora fight, the early rounds, if Usyk turtles like Ali does, right, has his hands up, trying to, you know, have um, Joshua punch himself out, then the only caveat I would have is that Joshua take a step back. You know, the guy Joshua should be calling is George Foreman, right? Another big man with a murderous punch in both hands, right? Who's been there? Who's experienced? Right? Joshua needs to come out like Hagler did against Thomas the Hitman Hearns, who was coming up to middleweight. You have to let the smaller guy know, look, I'm smaller. If you're going to beat me tonight, it's going to be in a fight, right? Joshua needs to eat the extra food, not lose weight for the fight. Joshua needs to come in as a heavyweight. He needs to know how to throw Usyk around the ring. Now, the mistake Joshua made was Joshua lost weight. Joshua decided he was going to try to outbox a slick southpaw boxer. Folks, that doesn't work, right? Usyk, when a boxing match broke out, Usyk was able to outbox Joshua, right? Usyk, a notoriously slow starter, is even able to take the early rounds. Now, I know Usyk can come inside 
and can scuffle with the best of them. You saw that in the 12th round of the Joshua fight. But Joshua's making a mistake if he thinks that an improvement in his boxing ability is going to win him the fight. Had Ali been bold enough, and he wasn't, but had Ali been bold enough to give George Foreman a rematch on the Rumble in the Jungle, I would expect Foreman to be aggressive in the rematch. Not to come into the rematch thinking, okay, well, you know, with some head fakes and me throwing my jab and being up on my toes, I can outbox Ali. No, that's not the attitude. If you're a fastball pitcher, you come in throwing fastballs. There's a learning curve. Now Foreman would know, okay, Ali's going to try to tire me out. I need to rest myself. I need to take rounds off like Canelo does. Still. Right? But the point is, Joshua's a great puncher. He's the bigger man. We've already seen Usyk get tested at heavy. Right? Usyk was tested more by Derek Chisora than by Joshua, certainly in the first half of the Chisora fight. Right? So Joshua should, if he takes the fight, come in all guns blazing. Right? I thought Joshua gave away his size advantage, his punching advantage. He needs to make both of those front and center. And as I've said before, too, you're fighting a smaller man you need to make sure you lean on him, right? Come in throwing big shots. If he's slick and you're missing and stuff, make sure that when you miss, you barrel into him, right? Boxing's about more than punches landed. But let me also make another case. You know, it's prize fighting. It is about the money. If Joshua can be promised the winner of Fury Usyk. And understand there's a problem with that, because of course if it's a great fight, there'll be an outcry for the rematch. But if Joshua is promised the winner of that, right, then if I'm Joshua, I'm thinking, okay, great, I get a free check, right, they would pay him step-aside money, so I get a free check to take care of my family, take care of myself, take care of my team, and I get more time to actually work on a style where I'm coming forward and I'm barreling into guys, right? I don't see anything wrong with that because I believe, as I've said in an earlier video, Joshua needs some time if he's going to adjust his style. Joshua is a cautious giant. Joshua sees himself as a boxer. This isn't a guy like George Foreman who's like, okay, let's go. You know, all right, I'm going to flush you out. This isn't Marvin Hagler, right? This is the guy who thinks of the game as a chess match, who sees himself as a boxer, not a fighter, right? And so look, I don't have a problem with whatever Joshua decides. As long as he's next in line, for the winner of the unification match, right? And as long as he has an opportunity to regroup, you know, come up with a style that he could, you know, master, because that's what you're going to have to do. 
if you're going to fight an Usyk. I got news for people watching this video too. You're kidding yourself. If you think Tyson Fury, when he fights Usyk, is not going to try to come inside and fight Usyk just like he fought Otto Wallen. Right, folks, Fury has a problem with fighters who have more dexterity than him. Right, Fury's had a problem with smaller heavyweights who are faster than him, who can move better than him. That's who Usyk is. Right, and so Fury found out the hard way. He tried to box Steve Cunningham. He got dropped. How did Fury end up winning that fight? Fury came inside. He smothered Steve Cunningham. Right? Against Usyk, he's not going to waste a lot of time trying to outbox a slick southpaw. That's not what he's going to do. He also knows, too, because Usyk is a southpaw, his jab, Fury's jab's not going to be as effective. And let's face it, too, it's suicide if he decides, let me fight left-handed against a slick southpaw. Right? I believe what Fury's going to do, because Fury can fight inside. Right is what Anthony Yard did to a better boxer. We'll talk about that in a, another video. What Anthony Yard just did to Lyndon Arthur. Right? What Fury is going to do is he's going to come inside. He's going to come in that fight weighing, what, 270, 280? And he's going to let Usyk know, look, player, you can't knock me out. I'm too big. And I'm coming in throwing body weight and punches on you. I'm not going to give you an opportunity to move out of the way. Right? So, just understand, whoever Usyk fights next, whether it's Fury or Joshua, the person Usyk fights is going to treat Usyk like he's the smaller man, right? Usyk has just put the heavyweight division on blast. Anybody who saw that Joshua fight knows it's a mistake to try to outbox him, right? You've got to try to outslug him, right? Joshua, gifted puncher, needs to have the foreman attitude, right? I'm going to throw bombs with both hands, you push me back, I'm going to continue coming. I'm going to force you over to the ropes. Now, had Foreman just taken a step back on occasion, right, after roughing up Ali for the first two minutes of a round, in other words, it's a Foreman round, had Foreman just backed away while Ali is pinned over by the ropes, and the fight's more complicated than I'm letting on, from the ropes, Ali wins a few rounds, right, just like the Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, no Moss fight is more complicated, right? Duran wins at least two rounds in that fight. Well, anyway, if I'm foreman against Ali, hindsight's a great thing. After winning the first two minutes of the round, I would back up to the middle of the ring and call Ali over to the middle of the ring. If Ali doesn't come, okay, that's great. Are the judges going to penalize me for that? I'm going to take breaks during rounds. All Joshua has to do is say, okay, look, the first three rounds, I'm going to give this guy nine minutes of 
hell. If he's still standing, then okay, I'll judiciously take a round off here, take a round off there, but then the other rounds are going to be me up in this cruiserweight's face, roughing him up, throwing punches. If I lose this fight, it'll be either me dropping down on the canvas from exhaustion or this guy catching me as I'm coming in like Ali caught Liston in the rematch. Right? So I know a lot of technical types, Floyd Mayweather, have come forward and said, hey, I can help I can help uh, Anthony Joshua. I know Eddie Reynoso, Canelo's guy, has come forward and said, I can help Anthony Joshua. Let me say this. If you're the bigger man who Joshua is, if you're the gifted puncher who Joshua is, player, don't get too technical in the rematch. Let the smaller guy understand that weight classes matter in boxing. Right? You want to come in, you want to push the other guy around, you want to rough him up, you want to cuff him around. Right? Disabuse yourself of the idea of outboxing Usyk. Something's wrong if Joshua goes into the rematch thinking, oh, I'm going to win on the scorecards. No, no, no. You want to batter this guy. I saw Dylan White. Looked like he was hit by a car after getting hit by Joshua. Right now, Joshua's tentative early in that fight. And understand, they had fought as amateurs. Right? But then Joshua opens up the kitchen sink in that fight. Joshua needs to come out, open up the kitchen sink immediately against Usyk. Run across the ring. Start throwing big shots. Let this guy know, hey, this is my division. Act like Anthony Yard did. As if that first fight didn't even exist. Right? And if the money is right. If they say, hey, man, we'll, we'll give you this much to step aside. And you say, look, I need a guarantee that I face the winner within 12 months. And they say, we'll give you that guarantee I don't have a problem getting free money, especially if it gives me more time to figure out how to be hyper-aggressive in a rematch. Let's face it, too. The fight between Fury and Usyk will solve at least one of Joshua's problems. He doesn't want to fight Usyk. He doesn't want to fight Fury, right, in terms of styles. Right? Both guys could be a nightmare for him. Fury could stay away from Joshua. Right, So if he were to step aside, if the check's big enough, and he were to step aside, right? I believe Lennox Lewis and to the boxing press, look it up, years ago got it's either $3 or $4 million in early 90s money to step aside. If Joshua's getting, you know, the modern-day equivalent of that, the step aside, right? Hey, no shame in my game. I'll step aside with the guarantee that I take on the winner. You understand that that's risky because the winner might have some gashing cut that even Joshua's corner will understand will take several months to heal, right? But... As long as I get a contractual promise that I'm going to take on the winner, that I'm still in the sweepstakes for the big prize at heavyweight, 
right? Then I'd consider it. Let me, you know, because it buys Joshua time to change his approach, right? But let's also understand another big risk. Boxing's so splintered right now that there are too many titles, right? And so, of course, these guys could fight a unification match. The winner could win the unification match and then get stripped of one of the titles. I've seen that happen, right? Understand years ago, Mike McCallum, I believe he fights James Tony in a unification match. They stripped him of his title for fighting Tony. I wish I were making this up. And then, of course, Tony won a very controversial match, right? And so McCallum, of course, doesn't even have his title to fall back on after a curious decision, right? Think about that. Anyway, that's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Thanks for stopping by. And the Gordy video, and he's excellent, is in my favorites folder here on YouTube. Thanks for stopping by.